Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so thrilled to be here with you today. (laughs) Just as a little FYI, I just got done with my group call in my Unbusy Entrepreneur program, and I'm like a little fired up about the results that all of the students in that program are going to create. They are literally scaling back their work hours and scaling up their revenue at the same time. It's going to be so fun to watch them go through this process that I've gone through and with every round that I do and teach and watch them and observe them. It is like the most fun thing. What about you? How are you doing? We just got back from spring vacation where we got to soak up the heat and the sun in Palm Springs. We are, if I haven't mentioned this before, we live in the Pacific Northwest. So The winters and the early springs, a little bit brutal for someone who is a sun baby and water baby like myself. So I love to get away in the wintertime, go catch some heat, play in a pool or an ocean. And that is exactly what we did in Palm Springs. We played in the pool, we hiked, we went to Joshua Tree. My husband did the Cactus to Clouds hike with a couple of friends while we were there. It's like, if you're a hiker, you probably already know this but it's one of the top three hardest hikes in the entire US. So of course he was like, I must do it. (laughs) That's just the kind of crazy hiker that he is. I did not go on that hike. My friend and I took our sons and we went on a little hike and then we just hung out at the pool for the rest of the day. But it was amazing. I feel like we're finally starting to get back to do some of the activities that we got to do prior to the pandemic. We, of course, were doing all the social distancing things, the masks, you know, following all the rules. But it was still so fun to just be out in the world and vacationing again and traveling again. So what about you? Are you starting to feel like you get to do some of those activities, too, that you had to put on hold because of the pandemic? I hope that you are out doing what you love to do, that you are enjoying the spring as much as I am. So my first question for you today is... If you think about your most valuable resources, what comes to your mind? What does your mind say is the most valuable things that you have? If you're like many entrepreneurs, you probably said time and money, right? That is for most of us, what we perceive as our most valuable resources. So it makes sense that I coach more on these two topics in both my one-on-one practice and in my group program than literally any other topic. I actually happen to believe that time is more valuable than money because we cannot create more time. Once it's gone, it's literally gone. But as entrepreneurs, especially, we can, we have the ability to create more money. In fact, any amount of money that we really want to create. And what's super interesting is that when you start to get in control of your value output in your hours, you learn how to make even more money in a smaller amount of time. I've watched it over and over again, not only for myself, but in my students too. 
And this is exactly why I do the work that I do. I really believe that if you can get past all of the mental clutter and chatter and drama in your brain and change your belief system about time, that it opens you up to be able to create more value in your hours, which leads to more contribution to the world. And hence, more money is like the strategic byproduct of this work. So because of this, because we have this idea of time and money being these most important, valuable, scarce, often resources, I'm going to devote the next two months to talking about these things. They are the two core mindsets that I help my students elevate in my group program. So for the month of May, we are going to focus on the topic of time and your time mindset, your beliefs, your story about time. And then in June, we're going to dive into your money mindset. What is your belief system around money? Do you know how to create money? How to create more money? Do you know where your money's coming from? All of those things we're going to tackle in June. The focus of becoming an unbusy entrepreneur is to learn to make as much money as you want in the amount of time that you want to work. That is literally the whole point of my program. And so I want to share a little bit about the time mindset and the money mindset over the next two months. So this month's focus is on time. And we're going to take a really deep dive into your story about time, how you feel about it and what you do with it. Specifically today, I want to talk to you about the illusion of time. Now, the illusion of time is really like our story, our belief system about time, right? So everybody has a slightly different belief system. We have beliefs and mindsets about time. As entrepreneurs, there's a very common belief that more time means more money, which meaning like if I work more, then I'll be able to create more money, right? And so that is the mindset that I help break down in my group program. I believe, and the reason that I've been able to build my business in the time that I have is with the mindset that time doesn't create money, I do. I've taken ownership of money creation, of value creation, and not outsourced it to the times, to the number of hours that I have or that I'm using. And so the illusion of time is really just our story, our belief about it. And one of the main illusions is that we have it, like we own it, or we don't have it. I mean, just stop and think about the language that we use around time. Like when you ask someone a question about time, do you have time for dot, dot, dot? And the person will answer yes or no. The reality is that none of us owns time. It's a mental construct. And really all it is, if you look up the definition, like if you Google it, it's the passage of events from the past to the present to the future. We can't own something like this. So one of the illusions is that it's something outside of us to be controlled or managed. And that is my main problem with so much of the time management work that's out in the world, because you really cannot manage time. The only thing you can do is own your story about it and manage yourself and your brain in it. Now, this is a really important episode. If you're first listening to the podcast and this is the one that you happen to land on, this is fantastic because This episode really gets to the heart of what I teach in my program, but from a really different angle than I have ever approached it or talked about it on the podcast before. So I'm really going to help you dive into what is your current illusion 
about time. Meaning, what is your current story about time? What do you believe about time? And how is it intermingled with your story about money? So to start us off on this conversation, I want you to pause for just a second and do a quick awareness exercise with me. You are going to rate on a scale of one to 10, how controlled by time you feel you are. So this is what I call the freedom meter. (laughs) So one would be, I feel completely owned and stressed out by the lack of time, by the time that I have or don't have. And 10 on the other end of the meter would be, I feel completely free from all attachment to amount of time. Like you have this belief, your illusion of time is that there's plenty of it for everything that you want to do. So where do you stand on the scale? Like if I took, you know, the thermometers that they're using, well, they're using them everywhere because of the pandemic, but as your kids go into school, at least in our school district, they like do this thing where they scan the forehead, right? To see what the temperature is. If I did that, if I pointed this thermometer at your brain and it was telling me, the output was telling me on a scale of one to 10, how controlled or how free by time you feel, what would the answer be? Scale of one to 10. Now, before you answer this, I want you to consider the extent to which you feel like your emotional life, your decisions, what you do or you don't do are tied to time, an amount of time, or a lack of time. How much of your mental energy do you use blaming a lack of time or not having enough time? And how many decisions do you make from that space? What is that? Like how controlled, like if you think about making a decision, do you reference the amount of time that you have or don't have in making that decision? If you put something on your calendar, do you think about the time you have or you don't have? How controlled do you feel by time or how free do you feel by time? Do you just make a decision and just know, like, I'll just figure it out. I know that I have plenty of time for it. I'll figure out where to put it in my schedule. Where are you on that scale? Answer that question. Now, this is called the freedom meter because at the end of the day, what we really all want is just the freedom that we think more time or an abundance of time or not having anything, any appointments on our calendar will give us the permission to feel. And what I hope you begin to see this month is that this freedom is available to you anytime that you want. You don't need more hours to get it because it's something that is created inside of you. Now, right now, when you're listening to me, you might be thinking, this lady is, is she for real? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Freedom is not created inside of me. My freedom of time is really like what my calendar looks like, what I got done or I didn't get done, what number of hours I have to work or I don't have to work, what my kids have going on or my husband or my spouse or my partner or my team have going on. If that is you, it's because you feel controlled by time versus feeling free to be able to do what you want when you want. So on the left-hand side of the scale are feelings like resentment, lack of control, insecurity. And here's one of my personal favorites, obligation, all as they relate to time. And then on the right-hand side of the scale, so think about number five being like neutral point. Like you don't feel like there's an abundance time, but you don't feel like there's a scarce amount of time either. It's just like time is just what is. You don't have like a strong emotional charge either way towards your time. On the right-hand side of this scale, of this meter, you will probably feel feelings like calm or certain, or in charge, or confident. And at number 10, 
you're feeling free. You are free to do what you want when you want in your time. You don't even like consult your time. Like your brain doesn't go to time as one of the decision-making factors in making a decision for doing something or not doing something because you feel completely free in your time. So whatever number came to your mind as I was talking through that, that is likely where you are right now. And I want you to not judge that number. What I want you to consider doing is just accepting that as this is your starting point. This is your baseline right now, but it's not your ending point. I think this is such a valuable and interesting exercise to do and not just do it once, but do it periodically to see where you are on this meter. Are you like pretty constant at like a six? Is that where you want to be? Do you want to move your freedom, your sense of freedom about time to an eight or maybe a nine, or maybe you want to be totally Zen at number 10. Just notice where you are and where you would like to be. Remember that the definition of time is just the progression of events from past to present to future. That's it. The clock, which we have such a codependent relationship on, is just the human invention that attempts to measure this progression in a constant unit like seconds or minutes or hours. The real reality is that time is an illusion because it's just a collection of our beliefs about it. And it's that collection of beliefs, it's that story about time that causes all of our suffering in our relationship to it. We can't control time, but we can control our thoughts and our beliefs about it. It's just that what happens is most people have not actually done the work of choosing their belief systems about time on purpose. They're just on default. They're just the messages that they've absorbed from the time that they were kids. I mean, think about the story that you picked up from observing your parents or the other adults in your life and how they behaved in their relationship with time. You will probably see your own relationship with time, your own illusion of time and belief about it mirror some of that story. We cause so much needless suffering because we either want the progression of events to happen faster or slower than it actually is. It depends on what progression of events we're talking about, right? So for many of us, and this was true for me for a long time, I wanted the progression of events of the work week to go by really fast, right? And then the progression of the events on the weekend to go by very slowly. I wanted the weekend to stretch out and last forever. I didn't want Monday to come. So time itself is really not the issue. It never was, and it never will be. What is the issue is our attachment to our beliefs about it. That is what causes all of the problems. So now that you know kind of where you are on the freedom meter, do you feel controlled by time or do you feel completely free in it? I want you to start diving in to your story about time. You probably have never done this before, right? But what I'm asking you to do is to consider stopping for a second, just a hot second, stop with me right now, and ask yourself, what do you believe about time? Here's what I want you to know. When you answer that question, it is your current story about time that led you to answer for where you are on the freedom meter right now. So if you answered a four on the freedom meter, it's because of your current story and belief system about time. And if you want to move, let's say from like a four to an eight on that meter, you have to be willing to give up your current belief system about time and adopt a new belief system. And this is not easy. It's why I devote an entire module 
to unbusying your brain in my group program, to unbusy, heal the relationship, eliminate the chatter and the clutter in your brain about time and about money. As long as your belief system about time leads you to feeling disempowered that you were at the effect of time instead of being in control of yourself within your time, you will always struggle with there not being enough time or not getting enough done in the hours that you have. Now, I want to end this episode with a suggested homework assignment. So I want you to just take a few minutes, doesn't have to be a lot of time, maybe five or 10 minutes today, and write out 10 to 20 beliefs that you have about time. When you see these, I promise you, it's going to make sense to you for why you answered what you did on the freedom meter. And then once you see that collection of beliefs this week, just notice how often this story, these thoughts, these beliefs pop into your mind and what decisions you make from them. How do you act from them? How do you feel when you think this way about time? So to give you a few examples, I'm going to give you a contrast here. So I'm going to give you some of the most common beliefs and illusions story about time that I hear from my students when they first come into my program. And then I'm going to contrast that with some of the belief and story that they have when they exit the program. Okay. So here are some of the most common ways of thinking, belief systems, story about time when people first join the program. I have to work hard now so I can take time off later. (laughs) This is a very common one for my students who are moms or who are planning to have children and they're planning to get pregnant or maybe they're already pregnant to work really hard now so that I can take that time off later. I can have maternity leave later. Here's another one. If I work hard enough, then I'll be successful. Or how about this? I need to catch up. If I could just get ahead, then dot, 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 fill in the blank with whatever comes to your mind. If I could just get ahead, then I would get to relax. Then I would get to enjoy my time. Then I wouldn't have to work the evenings. Then I wouldn't have to work the weekends. There's so much that follows that then. Here's another one. I should be further ahead than I am. And here are some of my (laughs) favorite money story time entanglement thoughts. It takes time to make money. It takes time to create success. Or the most common one, hard work creates success. How about some of these? I don't have enough time to fill in the blank. There's too much to do. I can't get it all done. My to-do list is impossible. Working less than 30 hours per week is impossible. I wish I could fill in the blank. Someday when I have a team or my kids are out of the house or whatever other illusion is in your brain, then I'll dot, 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 fill in the blank. What will you do then that you're waiting on, that you're prolonging? I don't have time to X, Y, or Z. It took longer. It didn't get done. So this is quite a list. These are some of the most common things that I hear from people when we're first starting working together. And what I want you to notice here is like, well, number one, did any of these resonate with you? Probably if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing there are a few of these that landed spot on to what's happening in your brain, right? But do you see the flavor of these? All of them are directed towards time being the problem in some way. And that if they had more of it, the problem would be solved. Especially if you look at the thoughts about money and success, that if you believe it takes time to make money or it takes time to create success, you're always going to be feeling at the effect of time and having it or not having it as the reason for creating more money or not. 
that's going to lead you to having a lower feeling of freedom and move you to the left-hand side of the scale, feeling more in controlled, being controlled by time than some of the other belief systems about time. So if you had a number on the freedom meter that was below a five, probably some of this is resonating for you. Now, here are some of the thoughts, the belief systems that you might have if you're on the right-hand side of the meter. There's plenty of time for what I want to do. Time doesn't create money, I do. Time doesn't get things done, I do. Time is on my side. I get to decide what gets done and the time that it takes. If you notice the flavor of these thoughts, it's no longer like being at the effect of time or lack of time. It's being in control of yourself and what you produce in the time, whether it's the production of money, whether it's the production of more things done, it's I'm in charge of this. It's empowering on that side of the scale versus feeling disempowered on the left-hand side. So these are some of the shifts my students make through my group program because they learn that the number of hours does not matter or matters very, very little in the overall equation. The most important part of getting to a 10 on the freedom meter is how they show up, how they think, how they feel, and how they behave, and the hours they choose to work. This is 100% about personal management, not about time management, because time is an illusion and not something that we can manage. So if you're at a number on the freedom meter that does not feel like freedom, but maybe feels more like servanthood, I want to encourage you to find your belief system about time. This is the answer to why you are at the number that you are on the freedom meter. And if you want more help in changing this story so that you can move from maybe like a four to an eight or nine or 10 on the meter, I want to invite you to join me in my upcoming summer round of the Unbusy Entrepreneur Mastermind. And all you need to do to apply and grab a slot, a seat before it's completely filled up is to visit my website, at www.neilwilliams.com. Click the link to apply and we will get back with you in a few days. For now, for this week, please take the time to figure out where you are on the freedom meter and answer why. The why is just because of your current illusion of time, which is just your current story, your current belief system about time. Okay, go do that work. Next week, we're going to follow up with the second episode on time. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everybody. Talk to you later.